0: Do you love uploading video to the web, but you can't stand those pesky ads that come with it? Well, go to blazinryeradio.com and click on the banner for Vimeo. Vimeo loves your videos. Save and share your videos in beautiful HD with no disruptive ads. As a basic member, you can upload up to 500 megabytes of video per week for free. As a plus member, you can upload up to 5 gigs of video per week. And that is $59.95 per year. And if you want to go pro, you can upload up to 20 gigs of video per week for only $199 per year, billed annually. So, go ahead on over to blazonryradio.com. click on the banner for Vimeo, and get to uploading. Thank you for listening. blazinryeradio.com Welcome to Blazin' Rye Radio. It's Monday, October twenty seventh, two thousand fourteen. Joanna Cunningham, your limo awaits you outside. Tonight on the show, we have my interview with Antigone Rising. Um, if you don't know this band, you must get to know this band. They, I, I went to the uh, the genesis of this interview was that I went to the CMJ festival yesterday. Um the rap party in Park Slope at Cyber PR headquarters, uh which is run by our good friend Ariel Hyatt. Um and I've I've worked with this woman, Ariel, for uh several years now on on this show and booking guests and stuff, and uh this is the third time that we've done a, a like a live interview situation um from her headquarters, which is also happens to be her amazingly beautiful park slope house. Um it's uh, it's really awesome there's like a bunch of Andy Warhol stuff on the walls and there's lunch boxes from like every lunch box from the 80s that you could possibly conceive is just waiting there in the kitchen you got you know your Ghostbusters and your whatever else was out in the 80s Thundercats he man anyway um I digress so I was invited uh, to this rap party in Park Slope at Cyber PR, and uh, th- this, this was a, a different kind of event for me because previously when I covered events at this venue, my friend and former colleague and former friend, Matt Vasky, Came um, along with me with his uh, w- and just was able to uh, record the uh, videos for me. So what happened yesterday? Though I I warned Ariel that I was coming solo. Uh, Vasky is in Chicago and um, he's a strange guy. He lives in Chicago. He roots for the Packers and, and the Devils, and it's just, you know. Uh, He's a strange guy. I mean, he's from Iowa. What do you want from him? Anyway, um, actually, when you look at it, when you compare me and my friend Matt Vaskey that previously helped me out with these things, I'm by far much stranger. Uh, anyway, the major differences were that this time I don't drink anymore. And previously I had, uh, had beers at that event, um, those events at that place. And also I was flying solo, uh, you know, without, without Matt Vasky. Um, so, and, uh, you know, apparently I don't have any friends, uh, which is very sad because the people I invited didn't come with me. Uh, anyway, I went and, uh, it was a good time. I interviewed, uh, several bands. It took the entire day. Um, and then anytime that I thought I was like about to leave, then like the next, the next band was playing and then I would wait to interview them too. But Antigone Rising was first. So hopefully in this interview, you get a hundred percent of my undivided attention and energy. Um, this group is uh, from New York. They're an alt country band from New York City. Uh, and uh, first off, that's rare um so that's part of why they're special and uh also they're they're an all female group um and uh one of them Kristen, was actually on the cover of time magazine recently and we'll talk about that in uh in the interview so stay tuned for that but a couple things happened at this cmj fest yesterday uh when i i had put together an outfit that i was hoping was brooklyn enough uh, and it was, uh, like, um, Chucky's, uh, Levi's, 510's, uh, black uh, a cowboy shirt, denim jacket. And I had I had a hat on that said Brooklyn NYC on it. Not really because I had to be, like, super Brooklyn, but just because I, I wear that hat all the time because I'm bald as shit. Uh, so I walk into the kitchen, and I'm just standing there being mad awkward because people are talking all around me, but I wasn't talking to anyone. So then, I see uh, this guy uh, to my left who was dressed almost exactly the same. Had the denim jacket, had the uh, the the hat on with the flat rim, had the uh, Levi's five tens. They may have been five elevens, but I think they were five tens. Um, black. And I believe he had Converse on, too. Anyway, we're wearing, like, the same outfit. We both had the Timberlake stubble going on. Whatever. Anyway, his name was Josh. He wound up being the Matt Vasky of yesterday. And if we're going to be honest here, Josh really outshined Matt's camera uh, talent. So um, I don't know if there's... I, I mean, I know that there's school and stuff for that, especially in Chicago, Matt. You should consider going. Um, so Josh did a wonderful job doing all that stuff yesterday. And probably the highlight, well, there were there were two highlights of my day that were for purely selfish reasons. Um, one of them was when I walked in and saw Ariel, she did not uh, recognize me and I like hugged her hello and stuff. And previously when I had hugged her hello, she would be excited. Yesterday, she just thought I was, you know, acted like, hey, how are you? Glad you're here. And I told her later, I was like, I was like, you, you didn't recognize me, did you? Um, But she said like um, uh, that I looked totally different from the previous times that I've been there. And uh, and I took that as a compliment um, because, you know, uh, maybe I'll pull a Renee Zellweger here and say life is better now. I'm living a more healthful lifestyle or whatever the fuck. Although I didn't get any fucking Botox and plastic surgery and all that shit. Although, to be honest, I don't think she looks that different. Anyway, um, I mean, she looks older. That's about it. So first, Ariel didn't recognize me at all. Then we're talking, and uh, and, and she uh, uh, asks if I want a seltzer or water because I've I'm like nine and a half months sober now. So I said seltzer would be great if you got it. And when she came up to where we were doing the interviews. Um, she mistakenly gave the seltzer to Josh, uh, who was dressed in the exact same outfit and had the same facial hair and all that stuff as I did. Now, I took that as the biggest compliment of the day because Josh is 22 years old, and here I am a decade older, and in that light, she couldn't tell the difference. And so she gives it to him, and then she's talking to me and she realizes the error of her ways. And then she was like, and you get one too. So she was kind of like, I think kind of like pretending like she brought it up for Josh. Like, Oh yeah, you should have this as, you know, wet your palate or something. Um, so that was awesome. So Ariel, thank you for making yesterday so special for, uh, my ego. Um, these events sometimes can be awkward because I don't know anybody and stuff, but yesterday was really kind of smooth. Like, There were only three podcasts there, Uh, so there was somebody on the roof, and then uh, who, by the way, took a long time with like every single band. Um, But you know, to each his own, and I'm taking a really long time rambling right now, uh, not really knowing where it's going. But hey, it's what we do in the podcast world, right? Um, So, and then there was a guy outside, so there there were just three of us, and I I took the um like the second floor. Um, so you may hear some ambient noise coming in from the downstairs performances during the, uh, the interview, but I really enjoyed, um, yesterday. It's very rare that I like am up to do anything on a Sunday. I hate Sundays so much, but, um, this got me out of house and it probably like kept me on my diet and just was like a nice distraction because, you know, I've done pretty well with the alcohol, but food is so hard to manage. Um, and even yesterday, like at Ariel's place, the, uh, the beer was flowing, um, but I had n- no need for it. It wasn't even, a you know, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even a second thought. It's kind of like these weddings that I've been to lately where I'll just go up to the bar and say club soda, club soda, club soda. And the thought of having anything else doesn't even cross my mind, which is nice. Um but then in terms of the food, uh, that I have a really harder time with. So, you know, I, I had lost about 40 pounds, and I or maybe a little more, and then I kind of uh, regressed, and now I'm moving forward again. But um, it's tough, man. And uh, especially at these types of parties, she's making her delicious-smelling apple pie um, that everyone was, of course, encouraging me to get uh but then when i told her i was actually that was a she she asked can i get you a slice and i said if i have that i will order domino's tonight and and she was like i totally understand it's like a gateway kind of It was like a gateway food was this apple pie um and i don't think i could count apple pie as a smart carbon nutrisystem just a regular apple uh yes but apple pie does not work that way i do not believe um so it was a good day, it was a long day. Um and I'm going to throw a series of these interviews at you. So maybe you'll see maybe hopefully you don't hear me getting tired throughout the day. I don't feel like I really got tired throughout the day. It was pretty good uh pretty good energy all day. It was a nice autumn Sunday in Park Slope. Oh, that sounds so pretentious. I, just imagine me saying that with a stroller full of puppies, as I'm saying it. I saw a guy on the train the other day who had a stroller full of coconut water and oranges. Why do you need a baby stroller for coconut and oranges? It, it made me like want to get out of the way because I thought there was a baby, and then I looked down and I was all pissed off because it's coconut water and oranges. So yeah, this is my interview with Antigone Rising at Cyber PR Headquarters at the CMJ Rap Party yesterday. It was recorded on October 26th, 2014, which I hope doesn't deter you from listening to this podcast if it's October 26th, 2015, uh, because it's still free. Um, so <clears throat> brace yourselves for something special and uh, go check them out on... Twitter at Antigone Rising, and the website is AntigoneRising.com. They have two EPs out. One is out now. It's called Whiskey and Wine. And then the second part of Whiskey and Wine is coming out, is the forthcoming, soon-to-be future release of theirs that will be released uh, in the near future. And their uh, new single is awesome, and you'll hear a little preview of that at the end of the show, is called That Was the Whiskey. So here they are on Blazin' Rye Radio, Antigone Rising.
1: My, my in. <laughs> 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 Julie's the one Interview canceled.
0: <laughs> so I'm sitting here with Antigone Rising, just uh, a great set downstairs at this uh, what event are we at? Cyber, Cyber Cyber PR. Cyber PR. Australian. CMJ, C-M-J
1: rap Party. Sounds of Australia yeah. or
0: something. <laughs> I noticed that your bio says if the Eagles were pretty and the Almond Brothers had facial hair, that would be you guys. However, have you seen Joe Walsh's long flowing blonde mane lately? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He's pretty.
0: He is I pretty.
1: I think it's He's pretty. 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 He was, the Almond Brothers. We've the Almond Brothers, right? is right? didn't, no, okay. right. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, didn't have facial hair, that would be us. Because we yeah. don't have <laughs> facial hair. Right. right.
0: Right, exactly. Okay. By the way, this is the, uh, e- this is the EP. Yeah. Latest Whiskey
2: and line. Wine Volume 1. Whiskey
0: and Wine, and then the LP is coming soon of oh, the same name. No,
2: well, the second half.
0: Second. That's Volume oh, the 1 coming. Volume
1: 2. This is yes. Whiskey and yeah. Wine Volume 1. Okay. And then the next Whiskey one is volume, volume
0: 2. Got right. it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And I heard that you guys have a special name for your Somebody van. cheating. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. your van. What, what's the name of your van? Vanna White. And how many people have been inside Vanna White? Wow. Well, wait, 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 Oh, wait, yeah. Wait. <laughs> what
2: happens inside Vanna? That's a
1: great stays. question. How many people have been inside yeah. Vanna yeah. White no, is no, the no, question. Uh, Legally,
2: you can't get more than
0: 15
2: <laughs> <laughs> at once. And That's to a lot it. of people. we yeah. sticking to it. Over Fair enough. the course of her life, though.
0: Um, In 2000, you guys did like a Kickstarter before Kickstarter was even a thing. That's right. How did you know to do that at the time?
2: Uh, Desperation. Yeah, yeah, Desperation leads to creativity. Um, We just had a really great fan base and they started giving us donations to make uh, a CD and so we decided to put something up on our website. Um, it was before PayPal So it's like Mailed checks to this PO box mm-hmm. And every day We would go to our PO box And we would be <laughs> Checks yeah. Wow So, so you know, actual so physical we were just, Physical yeah, $10, checks So like, we were still Just sort of a real Baby band You know Touring I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah We still do touring. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing To see how We the were doing open mics Still yeah. you know what I mean Like we were just Piecing it together We
1: would play anywhere But it was amazing How the fans yeah. really wanted To give yeah. to keep it going sure. And how much they cared About it And it's It's that's what makes it not... It's not about us. It's about us and the fans. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's it's a combined important. experience. Right. So it's really cool. Oh, no, it, o- it yeah. always is. Yeah. You can't lose sight of that. That's yeah. what it is. Do
0: you feel like people are losing sight of this in this kind of digital uh, age that I we're think, in? I think it goes it both ways. Better, I think yeah. you, can,
1: you can feel more connected, you know, with technology today because mm-hmm. you can literally reach out on social, you know, on any of the social networks right. and connect with people you never would have had Access to. Sure. You know, so it's it's just a different it's the same thing coming out in a different way, you gotcha. know. But it's it's always a community. Awesome. For us, it's always been. Sure.
0: Mm-hmm. And which of you worked with Rob Thomas? the
2: sisters. Right? I wrote with Rob.
0: And can I have his phone number? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. one eight hundred Rob Thomas. Well tweet it, out. <laughs> tweet it out. yeah, tweet just. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. What was that like? Was that cool? that
2: oh, it was great, yeah. We met him one day, Our, we were signed to Lava Records for a while by a guy named Jason Flam and Jason had signed Rob, and Jason was really pushing us to co-write, and we really were resistant to co-writing at the time, which uh, in hindsight, I think mean, is so ridiculous that we were, but we were at the time, and he said, well, if you could name one songwriter that you'd be willing to write with, who would it be? And so we threw out Rob Thomas thinking, you'll never get Rob to write with us. And then like the next day he said, well, Rob is in the studio in New York City. He wants to meet you today. So go on over and write with Rob. Wow. So we went in and we wrote with him. And we had like, as soon as we met, we had like five people in common, artists that he had toured with that he was really good friends with. And it was just this crazy chemistry. And we just wrote two songs that day, probably in the course of three hours. And we've been friends with him ever since. He's so generous. He's so awesome. He's just Really down to
1: Earth. You feel like you've met him before like you feel like he was like your best guy he's like your in brother, high school. Yeah. Like you're like he's like the warmest oh, really, nicest really easy. That's good to hear. Oh I know I love him and the nicest. Hear. Yes.
2: Yeah. Always yeah. buy his records. He's got a record yeah. coming out mm-hmm. He's oh, that's so great. great. Mm-hmm.
0: Um Kristen, you on um, uh, April eighth, twenty thirteen, you and your wife Sarah were on the cover of Time magazine. Uh, for the gay marriage already won issue. Yeah. Tell me about that.
2: We got a phone call, my wife and I had written a book a few years earlier, we'd gotten pregnant on the same day, and uh, we wrote a book for Simon & Schuster about that, between pregnancies, and from there we sort of, we would get tapped a lot to go out and do media appearances for uh, marriage equality in New York State, so when the Time Magazine cover came up, they were calling in, I guess, different couples from around the area to come in and pose for the cover, and so we got the call, we went in, and we got very competitive in the Realizing that the cover was on the line, you could, either, you could be in the issue or maybe you could have the cover. And so, up your game! Yeah! Applause! Yeah. Thank you so much. The kiss was was <laughs> worthy, yeah, and we ended up on the cover of Time magazine. It was, it was steamy. It was, it was steamy. Was my, was steamy. <laughs> my, father, my father, when he saw it, he said, "You mm-hmm. know," he held up the magazine cover. and said, "You know." I think you might be the very first Henderson to be on the cover of Time magazine. But he had
1: to look, he had to check. He had to check. Yeah.
2: Just to be sure. He thought I might have been. Maybe you. Yeah, right. yeah that's my sister. Oh, so uh-huh. you guys yeah. are sisters.
0: Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you guys have to go. Um, but, uh, what, can you tell me what happened with uh, Mishfest this year?
2: Uh, well, Mishfest has been, um, I guess in the past few years, excluding transgender women from the festival. And a lot of artists are, you know, speaking out, speaking out against it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think that they're they're finding a middle ground, I think, as well to bridge the gap. But um, our belief is that, you know, people are people, women mm-hmm. are women, a transgender woman, and a, a born woman, are just you know, belong at the festival. So we have artists friends who are transgender who aren't able to perform there anymore, who are boycotted, and so. Um, in meetings with our friends. we sort of stood by them. And just transgender friends in general who are really facing a horrible fight. Right. And, and the LGBT community has done so much that the tea shouldn't be falling off of it. Right. And it, it does feel like that in, in a lot of situations and uh, if there's something that we can do. Very much how we count on the straight community, the lesbian and gay and uh, bisexual community counts on so our straight allies. I feel like the transgender community has to count on the LGBT community to support them. So, for us, it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, mm-hmm. We appreciate the festival. It's fine. You know, they have their beliefs, but for us, it's just not something that we can support or continue to play right. while that is in effect.
0: Especially within the LGB community That's itself, That's right. right. For us, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, AntigoneRising.com is the website, and, uh, the whiskey, it was the whiskey, whiskey and whiskey and wine, this is part one, part two is coming, Antigone Rising, thank you guys so much, thank you, thanks. thank you, thank you, thanks. take care, great job, great, thanks, that was Antigone Rising on Blazin' Rye Radio, check out Antigone Rising at AntigoneRising.com, check out Blazin' Rye Radio at Blazin'RyeRadio.com. Also, our podcasts are available wherever podcasts are given away for free. Um, You probably will have noticed during the interview that Antigone Rising is very cool and very funny. And uh, these women are very um, affable and charming and stuff. Um, But I'm going to break you off a little piece of just how talented they are. So uh, this is the song, their new single, That Was the Whiskey. We're going to leave it there tonight. I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And somebody owes me a martini. Here they are, Antigone Rising. Take care, everyone. Good night.